0: Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Existential Expat. I'm your host Alnite and today I am joined by my good friend Semi. Hi. Hi Semi, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for inviting me.
1: <laughs> and thank you for doing this.
0: Of course. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, anytime. So Semi tell, tell us all where you're from. I am from uh, Greece, but I'm also half German. Okay, is so it your mum or your dad that's half German? My
1: mom, she is German, and my dad, he's Greek. And, um, well, they met in Germany when they were studying. And so after they studied and all that, they just moved back to Greece together. And basically, this is where I got born. So I live in Greece, like, all of my life. <laughs>
0: that's so nice. That's such a different world from the UK, I feel like. I could imagine it's... Quite different.
1: Yeah, it is pretty different. Like all the culture and everything. I mean, Greek is far more in the south and people are way more open, uh more loud. Uh they open like even the vowels and when they talk it's way louder. Like I, I had the instance many times, as well as in in Germany as well as in um the UK. The people were like, why are you screaming? And I'm like, I'm actually talking. When I was talking to my phone with a Greek friend, I'm yeah. like, stop screaming. Like, I'm not screaming. <laughs> are you mad? I'm
0: not mad. <laughs> just talking. Just leave yeah, alone. Talking. <laughs> I'm sorry. You had to go through that. I hope you're it's OK. Fun. It's, it's fun. <laughs> so growing up in Greece, then, do you feel more Greek than German? Um, definitely feel
1: more Greek than German. It's kind of complicated and mixed because I grew up in Greece. I grew up with a Greek culture, but at the same time, I went to a German school and I learned the German culture because the teachers were German. I was with German people most of the time. And so I grew up like in an island, a German island, but in Greece. Hmm. And yeah, it's kind of confusing. Wait,
0: so, so the whole island is mainly German or oh, what sorry I'm being yeah, an idiot I'm now. Basically <laughs>
1: yeah the island I'm talking about is like um like a bubble like the German bubble mm. is the school like the island I'm okay. talking about is a school. Yeah. So um it's like a German cultured bubble mm-hmm. but in Greece.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So I'm actually gr- growing up in Greece but I'm growing up with a German culture. Uh-huh. And kind of like with a Greek culture too but more like with a German culture but I'm still living in Greece. Yeah. That's very confusing. It is very really confusing. <laughs> and you
0: can't imagine how much it confused me as a person. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, can, yeah. can you talk us through some of that? Like, do, do Basically,
1: this it's what I said. Like, The German culture as well as the English culture are way different mm. than the Greek culture. So being a German person in Greece to begin with is hard. But being both Greek and German, but growing up in the German culture, but living in Greece is even harder. Because you feel so Greek. I am Greek. But no one's like realizes that I am Greek. I am German mm. to Greek people. Yeah. But I am Greek yeah. for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is so hard for like trying to explain others that I am not German. <laughs> I am just half German. I have the nationality, but mm. I am Greek. Mm. That's it.
0: Has that ever made you feel like like you didn't quite belong? In Greece, if you f- if you feel like Greek people see you as being German more, or is that?
1: Well, it never really changed my perspective because this is how I feel. Mm. Like I feel like I am Greek. It's just the way they treated me is different, mm. which annoyed me sometimes. But at the same time, I thought, well, it's it's just normal for people, especially at at, at a certain age where we're just children still, growing up, where they're just like. Well, you, you don't talk the Greek like we do You look different mm. than the Greek people I mean, you're blonde, you have blue eyes mm. Greek people have brown head mm. uh, Like darker eyes And yeah mm. And the cultures are just, just different And you just realize that when I talk I'm not talking like a Greek person would I, I don't, mm. I'm not using the slang mm, Because okay. yeah I grew up between the More like with the German slang Rather yeah. than the Greek slang
0: very interesting because you, you, I can tell you also do have like, because you've grown up with the German culture, like, just a side note that you just, you were just gifted some German salami <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you almost, you went crazy for it. <laughs> yes, it's, it's
1: weird because um, I, I have a relationship with Germany because I have a lot of relatives in Germany and we visited Germany twice a year when I was younger. And, um, I always love German food. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, this is something I missed in, um, Greece, like, the German food. Like, the salami, which is Landjäger, mm. and the Kölnmüsli, Julia was talking mm. about. Yeah, yeah. Where I grew up is, is in Athens, mm-hmm. and Athens is a big city, mm. and it is mainly grey. Yeah. And ugly. Oh. It's not pretty. Mm. There are some pretty regions and all, but overall it's ugly, mm. and... When I went to Germany, Germany's just so pretty. <laughs> it's like like everything is taken care of. People actually take care of the gardens, their houses. Everything looks like in, in harmony, like the same as, as the as it does. Blah blah. <laughs> like it does in the UK. Yeah, everything is really pretty. Mm. But this is just what I missed when I when I lived in Greece. I, I missed the the parks, the prettiness, mm. the harmony. It just didn't exist. I was li- grew- growing up in a grey city, but I knew that I also belonged to a place which is prettier, but I'm never going to be a part of it because mm. I'm just growing up here in mm. Greece.
0: Very interesting. Cause, so now, obviously, you study in the UK. Yeah. So what made you do that instead of studying in Germany, for example? Because you could have gone. That's a good That's a good point. <laughs> um, and the reason why I didn't is because
1: when I finished finished school i was so angry with both my cultures i was so sick of being bicultural Mm. i was so sick of being um seen as the german girl in greece and as the greek girl in german because this goes Mm. both ways yeah like in in germany i was the greek person Mm. and i was so sick of that that i said this is it i'm going to a country that is kind of a melting pot Mm. and like london Mm. But well, I think Brighton is kind of a melting pot to yeah, so many different just, nationalities. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just going to be someone. <laughs> not German, not Greek. I'm just going to be someone. And that's
0: fine by me. Yeah. I, I can definitely really... I mean, not exactly in the same way. But I wanted to go to London when I went. Because I had the opportunity to just, like, be whoever I wanted to yeah. be. And you can just, like, go out. And you can mm. just not care. And no one knows you. And you're just like, yeah, great. This is this is what I wanted. Yeah. Honestly. Um so what has been like your highlights of of living abroad and studying abroad? My highlights have
1: definitely been um Brighton mm-hmm. as a city yeah. because it is so diverse and I mean it has the sea but it also has the nice landscapes and the parks and all the cows you can walk through and the mm-hmm. sheep. Um this is what I cherished the most, mm. um, but also the, the language. Mm. I can express myself better in English yeah. than in anything, like, than in German or in Greek. Mm. And I don't know why it just happened. I started mm. thinking in English when I was around 15 mm. and I started write, writing poems, writing music, and short stories, everything in English. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'm going to England. Yeah. That's one of the reasons too. Yeah,
0: yeah that's cool. Um, So what made you choose Brighton over any other city? Did you know about Brighton before you moved here?
1: I had no idea what Brighton was. Mm. Um, Neither was um, choosing to study in England. Something I thought about for many years. It happened in three months.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah.
1: In three months we were like... um, okay, you have to study now. And I'm like, yeah, great. I don't want to study in Germany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to study in Greece because Greece doesn't have a good, um, doesn't have good schools mm. and universities. And also I needed um, the Greek um, graduate, school graduate thingy. It's called yeah, okay. um, mm-hmm. Panelinies. Mm-hmm. Basically, you have to have this in order to study in Greece. Okay. And I didn't have that because I was in a German school. Oh, okay. So basically I was like, in three months I was like, okay, I'm going to to England, and we just looked up some things, uh, looked up what I might be able to study. It was, like, really rushed, and I said, okay, I'm going to do media production, and I'm going to do it in England, and among some other choices was Brighton, Mm -hmm. and, like, when it came to the final choice, because I got accepted to all of them, Mm -hmm. yay, well done, (laughs) when it came to the final choice, it was, my mom said, it's really important that the university has international people. Mm Mm-hmm. And Brighton was... Uh, the University of Sussex in Brighton was the one that had the most international people. Mm. And I'm so glad I chose Brighton. Because yeah. it's really important to have people that are closer to your culture. Mm. Yeah, because I, I was,
0: I was going to ask why... why, So how, how would the international people be closer to your culture? What do you what do you mean by that? exactly?
1: By that I mean that... I'm mostly like I can talk or people that are closer to my culture can understand me better. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, now I'm hanging out with uh, a Bulgarian person, person, (laughs) a Bulgarian, and you, Mm which is Danish. Yeah, I mean, you might say your culture is closer to the English one, but at the same time, I I feel like I can communicate better with you. Mm -hmm. Than with an English person. Yeah,
0: it's it's interesting because I I've always felt that I've gotten along better with with international people as well, and I think it's mainly because we're in the same boat. Like we we're, we're all coming from far away. Yeah. Where yeah. an English person going to university might even live in the same town, mm-hmm. or they you know they're from England. Everything yeah. is is more like what they're used to, yeah. and I think that makes it more difficult for us to relate to these people even though you know of course we can get english friends it's yeah. not like that and english people are lovely yeah they are but <laughs> but i think where, once you move abroad and you then meet other people who move abroad you you can you can relate to one another in a in a different way for example when it comes to home, feeling homesick mm. or or like missing oh well that's the same thing but missing parts yeah. of of your country that you're from this is what i was about
1: to say mm. that english people are lovely and I have English friends, but at the same time, I need people that understand me, know where I'm coming from, what I'm going through. Because when you live in the country, you grew up, you know the culture and you know everything. It's just easier for you to deal with problems, everyday problems. Yeah. But it's it's a much bigger impact for me coming from another culture, being by myself, knowing that my family is not here, not like one hour distance, but four hours with of a plane yeah it's just different
0: it's completely different it really is so what do you feel has been the most surprising thing for you about the english culture what is what has been the most difficult thing to get used to
1: the most difficult thing to get used to well there's so many things that are so different from my culture and i thought i'm pretty open to new cultures because i myself have two cultures and it's just easier but at the same time I was so buffeted about how much they drink
0: <laughs> because I
1: thought Germans drink a lot, mm. um, but I'm wrong. <laughs> and, and how I don't know if it's Brighton or it's Olving. I think it's Brighton. Like how different people can be. Like how oh, yeah. how different, how many styles, how many um, different opinions about the world they can be. Because, you know, when you grow up in your little bubble, mm. you, you just know things that are, like, two meters from you. <laughs> like, yeah, I know the baker, I know this person, I know that person. Mm. But they're kind of the same because it's, like, a small village. Mm. But when you go, like, to, when you come to Brighton, for instance, mm. it's so different. People are, like, passionate about what they do. This is the most interesting and most amazing thing I like about living here yeah. so that people are passionate about the, about what they do they have
0: ambitions they have different styles that's what i love mm. i love that too i think that's great um do you have any like specific experiences or funny stories that's happened while you've been abroad <laughs> anything ridiculous that's happened to you no that's the thing cuz i am such a
1: curious person mm. and i love to just explore and so I had this great idea to, you know, when we live on campus, yeah. um, which is like in the fields. Mm-hmm. So I had a great idea to go to Lidl, mm-hmm. which is far away from yeah. campus. I don't think
0: I've ever been to the Lidl.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's um, in the the marina.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I thought, okay, you know, I like the landscapes, I like everything. I want to explore the cities, the, the little villages actually. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to walk to Lidl
0: what yeah <laughs> so this this is probably i mean yeah. so there's five kilometers yeah more from, from yeah way more yeah. but from uni to where i live yeah which is like not even the center of town and you sort of have to go to the center of town and then out yeah, it must
1: have been 20 kilometers yeah. or something or more
0: but oh my god the thing is it was kind of like
1: I wanted to walk through the little villages to mm. just see because I really like the architecture um, here in England. I love the houses mm. and like how they are built. So I was I was thinking of just walking through the villages and going to little.
0: Oh my god!
1: My 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 aim was to buy chocolate in. <laughs> so <laughs> very I ha- important quest, definitely. <laughs> so that yeah, <laughs> and so basically, I, basically I was walking. And suddenly, you know, where there's these doors where you can go in the fields and go in the public footways? Yeah. And I was actually, I just wanted to go through villages. But then I saw this door and was like, it was really tempting. And then I said, okay, I'm going to go through the fields too little. Which was a wrong thing to do. Mm -hmm. Because the public footway doesn't go too little. (laughs) It goes through the fields. So at some point, I was walking on a, on a road that was pretty wrong. And then it said, public footway to the right and to the left and to the front where it was open. Like, there was nothing. Yeah. I was like, okay, but it's still a street. I can walk. Yeah. But I was walking and suddenly I encountered a farm <laughs> of a farmer. Yeah. And basically, my, my initial thought was, okay, you're not going through that farm because mm. that is trespassing. Yeah. And at the same time, my my dumb self was like, no, no, you're not going back now. You have to go to the middle. You know what? You can't like screw all, like all, all the time you have spent to walk until this point. You can't you can't go back. Yeah. So. I just went through the farm and there was a street right opposite to me, but I had to walk past the house to get to the street. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because they're going to see me and they're going to chase me. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go to the left, but there was a field. and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go through the field and I'm just going to walk because there's a street and I'm just going to walk. And at the point where I go through the fence, which is like with these...
0: Oh yeah, but they hurt when you yeah, touch them. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> it, was, it was just
1: it was wrong to be there. I knew that, but yeah. I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna go out now. Yeah. I just went out and I'm turning around, and there is actually a fucking Land Rover. I'm sorry for swearing. <laughs> okay. A Land Rover <laughs> following me through the mud and oh everything my god. with black uh, glass. I'm like, oh my god, this is not happening. <laughs> this person, whoever that was, because I couldn't look into that in mm. the, into the car was. Chasing me. I don't know why. No. <laughs> but I don't want to know why either. You look very threatening,
0: so uh, maybe it, that's why. <laughs> no, I don't know. No. Because I was
1: in, in their field. Yeah. And it's it wasn't a public field, so yeah. I was actually trespassing. But I didn't expect someone to follow me mm. with the car. Yeah, no, that's horrible.
0: That's that scary. scary, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, did you make it to Lidl? So, I had to walk back from that side. And... People were actually looking at me like I'm crazy because mm. I was the only person and I was struggling to walk. Oh. A walk that would have taken five minutes took one hour. Wow. This is how strong this the wind was. And when I got to Lidl, they didn't have the chocolate I wanted and I was so mad.
0: Oh, that is... that. Which chocolate did you want? kisser. Oh, is that German? Yeah, it's like it's like a marshmallow with chocolate. Awesome. Wait, we I think we're called a flowbala in Danish. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so exciting. They? Really it's worth doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I might consider going to Lidl tonight. No, they don't uh, have them. Oh yeah, of course I won't go. <laughs> oh, okay. oh I wish. Oh, that's oh, I'm sad now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for ruining my night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well yeah, so I guess that you learned um use Google maps. <laughs> even though I, I get it, because I, I like getting lost in a new city as well, yes. like just like walking around being like, oh, I haven't seen that before. Mm. And even though Brighton is not huge, there's still, like I think, a lot that I haven't actually seen yet.
1: Yeah.
0: I haven't been... Do you know about Wild Park, for example? I heard about it from in the bus, but yeah, I haven't exactly. been to there yet. Yeah. No, but I want to go, because like, mm-hmm. there's like... Park. <laughs> I just went to Lewis the other day for the first time as what? well. Yeah. You should eat the fish and chips in Lewis. Okay. It's so good. Well, I'll go back, I'll go back to fo- just for the fish and chips. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, to change the subject a little bit, um, how do you feel that the experience of moving abroad has changed you? Has it changed you in any way? It definitely has changed me. I am more open
1: to um, different things. I'm definitely talking more to people, mm. which I wouldn't have done if I was back home. And it made me more responsible, mm. which I never thought I could have been.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Were you very responsible before? No. No. no.
1: <laughs> and more organized. Mm-hmm. I wasn't organized before either, like whatsoever. Mm. And yeah, you know, just, just the smallest things as I have a lecture at this time and I have to... Take the bus at that time to
0: be on time. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's one of the things that are yeah. yeah. Do you feel like it's made you more confident as well? Um. Yeah, definitely. Mm. When you know more things, you become more confident. Yeah.
1: About yeah, because when you have more experiences, mm. also because that that's what happens when you when you're by yourself. You don't have mummy to do this for you. You don't have mummy to buy this for you you have to go by yourself you Mm. have to ask by yourself
0: Mm. yeah no it's true and I I think that has helped my confidence like a tremendous amount because just just from like having to go out and make friends for example like because when I first moved I wasn't you know in a in a school and even university is quite different to that because you're not with people like constantly Mm. um especially not if you're doing a music or media degree (laughs) um but, like, it, it forced me to get out of my comfort zone and it forced me to go out and meet many different people mm-hmm. in order to actually make friends. <laughs> Which yeah. you very desperate. I, at least, desperately needed friends once I got here. Yeah. So I was like, God, I'm so lonely. <laughs> yeah? Oh,
1: yeah. This is a good transition
0: to the next topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, do, do, you, do you feel different when you're at home now? Um
1: different i'm not sure if i feel different Mm. i just feel i don't i don't know sometimes i feel more estranged Uh from the thing the way things are at home yeah i just see some flaws in the way i was thinking before and the way my family is thinking because i myself now have a critical way of understanding and seeing things and and it's just some things that were just normal for me don't s- seem normal now when I go back home.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's funny as well, because like in my hometown, they've only just gotten like proper recycling bins in like the, the flats that my mum lives lives in. Yeah. Like before that, she couldn't, there was no place where she could go and recycle her um, yeah. cardboard or her tins and cans or... I mean, only, I think glass was yeah. was she could re- recycle before, but before that there was just no option. So whenever I would come home, I would be like, "Oh wow, okay, yeah. we're throwing all this out."
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's also the the different cultures, and I think that's yeah. a nice thing. Also, in Brighton, that you just yeah they they think environmentally friendly, although. I feel like England is one of the countries that has so much plastic mm. that you cannot recycle, and this is mm. so annoying. At the yeah. same time,
0: yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. But hopefully, in the future, it'll hopefully. change. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So, speaking of that being a bad thing about the UK, what 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 do you feel about what do you feel is like the worst thing about living abroad?
1: It's the distance <laughs> mm. between uh, me and my home. Yeah. Um, I wish it could be closer. Basically, I wish I was in a country that had good edu- a good educational system and I could just live at home mm. and go to university mm. and make friends and still be in my culture and mm. my comfort zone and have, still have my friends that I had mm. and that I literally haven't seen in 3 years, some of them. Wow, yeah. And they were pretty good friends. Mm. Um that's the worst thing I think about living abroad. Mm. Um just being so far away from the people you love mm. and not being able to just go back for a weekend when you really need it. Yeah. Because also it makes you lonely sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. How do you deal with that? With loneliness? Yeah, and and with when when you miss home. Do you have do you have ways of dealing with it? Crying, <laughs> crying. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> crying sometimes is good because it just takes out some stress.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I always call them mm. and hope that they're available because you know we have two hours of difference. Yeah. Time difference, and mo- I f- mostly I feel lonely when it gets dark outside. I don't yeah. you know. I think it's psychological. Yeah. Because, although you know people are still awake, it feels like. Now everyone's going to sleep. And mm. now you're just even lonelier than yeah. before. Yeah. And, yeah, that's when I call them. But most of the time it's, like, around 8, 9. And this mm. is 10, 12, yeah. 10, uh, 10, 11 uh, back home. So they're not awake. Yeah. So that really kills me. Mm. And I just go to sleep being sad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the next day is better. Yeah. So this is how I deal with yeah. it. I think an important thing to, to do is... To actually just do something when you feel that way, because I, I found that often when I get those thoughts of, lo- of loneliness and homesickness, it's when I haven't got anything planned, and it's if I'm completely on my own and I'm like, oh I have nothing to do right now. Even even if that's just watching a Netflix show or something, mm-hmm. that will make my mind take my mind off things, and I think like knowing that I would like have plans in the during the week. Would also help me. Mm Because it makes you feel. For me at least. It makes me feel less alone. Because then I know that. Okay I'm seeing these people. Or I'm going to school. Yeah. But like especially like. In big holidays. Like this Christmas holiday. And if you. If I was here. Mm -hmm. Well when I've been here. um, The past few weeks. And there haven't been a lot of people back yet. It's been a bit like. Okay. (laughs) What do I do now? (laughs) Yeah. This
1: is why I came back later yeah yeah we'll, yeah yeah and
0: it makes sense and it and and I think for me at least I'm not that I know everything because I haven't been here for very long I mean I've been here for almost four yeah. years but many people have been here for longer but I think homesickness is something that you probably always will have to deal with well the 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 way I actually deal with it is just walking. And this yeah. is what I, this is what I said, I'm yeah. just
1: walking to see new things mm. because I love landscapes and mm. it just calms me down. But the problem is that the the weather isn't that good <laughs> most of the time. Not always. <laughs> and this
0: this is just destroying my plans. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. But during summer it can be nice. But then, you know, you might be in Greece. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that that sucks, because I really want to be in England during summer, because it's so pretty. Mm. But at the same time, I want to be with my parents. Exactly. And my friends and all that. And it's kind of weird, different. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. Very relatable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So now it's going to get hashtag even more deep. Uh, (laughs) Have you ever felt guilt about moving away from home? Or like moving that far away? Hmm... I've never felt guilt until the point
1: where my mom said, "Yeah, now I'm alone." Mm. And then I thought I should be there with her. Mm. And um, just ha- just be there for her to have someone. Mm. Because th- it's just killing me. When I know yeah. that my mom is not okay, then I'm not okay. Yeah. This is how it goes. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's it's exactly the same here. Yeah. And I, I think it especially hit me once when I told my sister, like I was, I was living over here and, and I told my sister, Oh, I, I want to start studying over here. And I called her to tell her and I was super excited. And she literally just hung up on me. She was just like, no, no. can't do it. Can't deal with that. And that has made me feel really guilty. Yeah. But at the same time, you, you just gotta do what you want to do. It's your, it's your life, you know? Yeah. And it's, of course you miss them as well. And it's, in a way we're really privileged to have people to miss. yeah, because some people don't and and we can, we get to go to different countries, uh, we get to to know people in different countries that yeah. we love and care about, and that's in a way amazing. And also my therapist <laughs> once said to me, as I was talking about this, I was talking about the guilt I felt about moving away, especially from my siblings. And I said to him, oh, I feel like I've just left them there on their own. And then he was like, well, but who is on their own? Like, it's, they're, they're not. Or you, yeah, <laughs> it's me. It's me. I'm the one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then I broke down crying. and It was great. Oh, no. <laughs> Basically, when you
1: said that about your, your sisters, this is what my sister. Always, oh, I didn't feel guilt about it, mm. but she was like, oh, well, I was waiting for you to come to Germany. Mm. I was waiting for my sister to come. I, was, mm. I wanted to live together. I wanted mm-hmm. to live in the same state. But at the same time, like I was sad. But at yeah. the same time, I didn't feel guilt. Because mm. she had a boyfriend. Yeah. She had a life there. Mm. And I was, th- I was thinking, if I go there, mm. I will be third wheel. <laughs> I will not learn to live my life properly. Yeah. And basically, this is what it is. When you go to another country, you just learn to live by yourself. You get more mature. You understand things differently in a better way maybe, mm. like, you think outside the box mm. about other things, and it just helps with growing up. Yeah. Although no, it's 100%.
0: tough. And there's no one who says to you, like, there's no one, you're the only one who will decide, like, whether you want to stay here forever, or whether you want yeah. to go back, and there's no one, there's no one keeping you anywhere. In the end, it's your decision, yeah. and I think that's just very important to remember. What well, to be
1: honest, studies are kind of like keeping me here right yeah, now <laughs> course, for
0: now but this yeah. is not your entire life no. this is the next no, you have yeah. a year and a half left of this degree yeah. and then you can do whatever you want yeah. um, and speaking of that do you have any plans like after you finish do you do you, do you plan on staying do you are you planning on going somewhere else or well one and a half years is a long time yes
1: and you never know what opportunities rise mm. and whether you, you're going to meet someone. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you never know. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to keep you in this country. My plans for now are... Basically, I want to go back home. Mm-hmm. And I want to work there for one to two years. Just to see how it is. Yeah, You know, working in Greece. Because it's, it doesn't have the best um, salary. Mm. <laughs> and the best way of living. But it is my home. Yeah, And I, I will try... But probably this is not going to work out. Mm. So um, I'm also thinking of after working in Greece, going to Germany and doing a master's there, maybe. And well, you never know. Maybe one day I find a good, like, opportunity and I'll just come back to England. Mm. Um, Yeah, but for now it's just, like, going back to the cultures I know.
0: Yeah, but isn't that so exciting, though? That you just, you actually don't know. And, I you you know, there's no one who... Can actually say to you like this is what's gonna happen because the whole world is just at your feet it's your oyster it's all the the things you can think of and you can do whatever this is what I always think and this is what just
1: keeps me down to earth I'm always like when I think about how many things I can do I'm just flying and I'm just happy and I can do this I can do that but of course because I have my health because everyone around me is healthy because it's everything's fine but you never know what's going to happen tomorrow I don't want to be pessimistic I want to be optimistic but also have my feet on the ground and know what's going what's happening yeah no yeah who I am I'm a human being and anything can happen yeah
0: and on that note thank you so much for joining me (laughs) for this episode so lovely having you thank you very much good luck with everything good luck with your degree well good luck to us then (laughs) yes thank you I need it Well, at least we're going to have each other. Exactly. Right, yeah. You've been listening to The Existential Expat.